0: Today's podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, it's tough to find the right people. There are job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. Read the right resumes with ZipRecruiter. Post your jobs to over 100 job sites with a single click at ZipRecruiter.com slash Andreatown. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds the right people for you and actively invites them to apply. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a 1,000 reviews. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Andreatown. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash A-N-D-R-E-A-T-O-W-N. Do it. We're also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com/andreatown. Over 180,000 titles to choose from from your phone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com/ANDREATOWN for your free audiobook. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Uh, today is a fabulous day here in gorgeous Las Vegas. It's finally cooling off, and my guest for the podcast today is John Hilder. He is the creator of the hilarious Seven at Seven, which is the show that I've been doing at Hooters. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and let's go. Mix up, every town, all over. Guys, what's going on? Welcome to Andrea Town this week. We have uh, John Hilter, comedian.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It's, I have something in my face. Um, it's so good to have you, and, and I, I love having people that I don't really know that well because we kind of get to know each other yes. during the podcast. So we met. I won a contest at. Uh, Rebar, yes,
1: the rebar contest to come do Hooters, mm-hmm.
0: and that's how we met.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: And ha- how long have you been doing the show at Hooters?
1: Uh, it started July seventeenth, so we're pretty pretty new over there.
0: And it's doing really well
1: so far. So good, it's been a strong start. Yeah, it's a
0: great show. Yeah, if you guys haven't yeah. been down to Hooters in Las Vegas, it's called the hilarious seven at seven. Yes, thank you. And I've done it seven times no, now. you
1: I, I should count. <laughs> I wonder how many you're at now.
0: I've done it. I've done quite a few. You have. I love it. done a great to, job, thank you. I love it yeah <laughs> and um, I will say like people that have come to see me there, they love it. It's their favorite show to come to oh, that's great to hear now the concept is you give each comic ten minutes,
1: yeah, seven comics and seventy minutes, so each comic gets ten minutes basically I mean, it's a pretty standard showcase format that they do in l a and New York all the time. It just hasn't really come to Vegas and i I figured yeah. it could work here, and it's working it definitely is, yeah, so,
0: yeah, and so so you're saying they do this a lot back east and, and in yeah, LA. like the
1: comedy cellar runs and the comedy store run similar formats just with more comics. There's kind of like a marathon where everyone does ten to twenty minutes all night, but yeah, no one does more than twenty ever in those cities.
0: That's true. Yeah. here it's different.
1: Yeah, it's a very much like the normal format you'd see around the country at any comedy club where you get a host doing ten or right. ten or so a feature doing twenty to thirty and a headliner forty five to an hour. Like yeah. I, I got nothing against that, but I wanted to see a different kind of show, put more comics on stage, give more comics an opportunity to get on a stage like that.
0: That's great. Yeah. And uh, so what? So how long have you been doing comedy?
1: Uh, doing it for 14 years. It's been my job for eight years.
0: That's great. Yeah. And how did I you- have to Break yeah. those into two because they're very
1: different things. Very different things. <laughs> yeah. So this
0: is your this is your career. Yeah, now, this is all is, I'm doing. Yeah, now. yeah. All in. And um how did you get started?
1: Uh, I moved here from Utah where I was born and raised, Kay. thinking that if I started in the entertainment capital of the world, it'd be just a great place to start for a comedian and I couldn't have been more wrong.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> true. It's
1: gotten better now, but yeah. man, I came out here in oh four. Wow. And at the time there was not a single club in town that was letting locals in there.
0: Wow. just wasn't
1: a thing. It wasn't even a possibility. So they
0: booked him out of town. Yeah, they were they booking out of here. L.A. mostly. Yeah. And there's a lot of local comics. A ton. And uh,
1: I guess a few had gone up in 02 or 03 and left a very bad taste in a few clubs' mouths by not doing such a good job.
0: They fucked it up for they, everybody. For everybody. So we
1: had to, like, earn back that trust. And the first club that started to give locals a shot really was L.A. Comedy Club when they opened up.
0: Right. And when was that?
1: I want to say that was, like, oh, I wish I'm going to get that year wrong, but, like, Oh eight or oh nine.
0: That feels about right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And that was a big start. That was a big thing when they started letting and it was just yeah, young locals, all of us which just never had a shot. They started putting some of us some of us in there and we proved that we uh could not suck. Right. <laughs> right. Plenty still do, but we found a enough that don't. Yeah. And that spread. Other clubs started using locals and now it's a totally normal thing
0: and how do you pick people to be on the show like what's sort of your criteria
1: um i just i like diversity i like different kind of people different kind of comics every show i book <clears throat> is completely different from a, another one you might see a few of the same comics but never the exact same seven right i just want uh unique personalities you see all different kinds of comedy on my show and that's yeah. dirty clean observational right musical yeah yeah and yep. that's i love it all yeah, all and different perspectives. Yeah, and for ten minutes, a lot of people I can give a lot of people a shot that, that you're maybe sure couldn't do about, like thirty, right. like yeah. if they they haven't developed that thirty yet, but they got a strong ten, and that's how they're going to develop a thirty is keep coming and doing my show.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. How do you write jokes? Like, what's your sort of your? Do you, uh, you write a lot of new stuff now, or is it? Different? I wish you're pro- yeah, you're promoting. I mean, it's I've, hard.
1: So much of my thought process right now is just stuck on how do I get people to come to this show and yeah. keep being excited about it. Yeah. So the writing is not where I'd like it to be right now, but it's just funny thoughts. I don't sit and write. I need to be a better person about sitting and writing and committing to that process. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like a funny thought will pop in my head and I'll text it to myself and hash it out later when I'm kind of stoned and my, I'm in the right <laughs> headspace for it.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. it kind of comes together. Yeah.
1: All of a sudden, it's like, they're just moods. You, you know, as a writer, you just, you feel sharp sometimes yep. and sometimes you don't. When I have, when I feel like I'm sharp, I go back and attack those ideas. Yeah. That I... Thought might have something.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I just stuff will hit me funny while, well, you know, not even funny, but just like something that's interesting. Yeah, I to wouldn't me. even say like, funny. It's more okay. like just
1: an interesting or unique that's perspective. Fun.
0: Yeah, there's something there. I don't know what yeah. it is yet. And I don't mind it right away. I just kind of put the idea, because it's like if you went through my phone, I, I, mean, I look like a psychopath. <laughs> oh,
1: mine too. I can't even imagine what this list would look like to people if right? they saw it. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, this is a very disturbed Like, it's going to be a
1: good idea when I flesh it out, I yeah. swear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's. I always love like, watching you know like when you see somebody's doing a new bit and then like where it starts oh, yeah. and where it ends up it's kind of crazy yeah
1: and it's never really done that's the thing you, no. you think a bit's done and like i've been doing certain jokes for 10 years that still i'll come up with a new tag out of nowhere I'm like oh yeah. i guess that joke wasn't done yet
0: yeah there's <laughs> there's new stuff yeah, yeah and is your would you say your comedy is observational yeah or? more
1: so observational yeah in a kind of a, absurd observations fairly dirty observations yeah. I wouldn't call myself a, a clean comic by any stretch of the imagination you
0: know and I, I gotta be honest I hate that whole thing about like clean comedy and dirty comedy and I just think like, I do too it's just comedy that's like, what I feel like yeah that's... it's like I, I don't know I, when I started um, I guess because I was a woman maybe I don't know but people were like yeah if you just get like a clean TV set and I'm like "I," but I don't my brain doesn't and think that way. Yeah. I don't think y- like you're
1: your you're funniest when you're your most yourself. When just and if you. you are someone who swears sometimes and yep. has dirty thoughts, then that's who you should be on stage. And I've yeah, I've been that's been proven to me a hundred different times. When yeah. I, I walk into a room and think these people are gonna just fucking hate me. Yeah. But I go up there and just do me. And yep. I, if I try to Cater to what I think they want, that's no, when it's cooked. just a nightmare. Yeah, you're yeah. screwed. Yeah, you're bad. screwed if
0: you per- I think if you pursue any art that way, like, let me be what they want me to be. I remember when I was acting and uh my I got the had this agent call me in and she's like, Listen, I think you're a really talented actress. We gotta cut your hair, we gotta get you more into like this mom look, we gotta take these pictures. I spent all this money cutting my hair, taking new headshots. I never got one audition because it wasn't me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know. Yeah, I'm you not gonna can't
1: pretend like yeah. I mean,
0: that's... I'm not gonna sell you know mac and cheese. It's just you know <laughs> they don't see me that way. You know uh, so... I would buy
1: mac and cheese from you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, I would buy mac and I cheese bunch, from you. Yeah. And I make a mean mac and cheese. My kids are like just like <sighs> I'm pretty good. I... And I make it right out of the box. Like, oh, yeah. But There's just like you got I don't know. There's, a, there's
1: a right and a wrong way to do there it.
0: There is. I've seen people fuck it up where it's too watery. <sighs> that's the worst. worst. Watery mac and cheese. Oh, it's, is... the worst. <sighs> it's almost okay if it's too thick because you can add. A little and make yeah. it make it work, but yeah, watery mac and cheese. And there's that just nothing makes better. Me sad to think about it. Watery mac and cheese. <laughs> ruin, you really bringing a me dollar. down. You ruined yeah. a dollar. That's bomb. really all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why don't you fuck up this box of mac and cheese? <laughs> and I've tried like recently. I've tried like healthier mac and cheese like what 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 would that even mean terrible (laughs) just means it's not delicious exactly that's exactly what it means it's the worst (laughs) mac and cheese you've ever had it's not even cheese brand i was like i was like oh okay it's not processed whatever and it was terrible and i'm like no no whatever that shit is in craft mac and cheese they're doing it right they're doing it right yeah nothing better and when you're like a broke comic like you learn how to (sighs) make all that shit work
1: yeah you can do it with just butter Yes. Just in case you don't have milk, if, if you're a milk. comic, you probably don't have milk. you
0: right, or the opposite. You don't, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't can do a one butter. or the other. Right. Yeah. You don't have butter. And you that was just a have hard milk. thing.
1: Like mac and cheese, is, in theory, is a cheap dish, but you got to yeah. get the other two things.
0: Right. That's. <laughs> it's not really a it's dollar. A, it's a three-ingredient three
1: deal, ingredient
0: once you add in, in you're adding that other <laughs> yeah. stuff, yeah. I've
1: done the math. Believe me, I know what mac and cheese costs. You're
0: better off with just ramen then.
1: That's basically what I lived off of in eggs.
0: Yeah, I love ramen. I actually love it. Like to this oh, day, still, when I really want like. Ramen, like I just want that little package, that, that, that brick of, that brick of, that brick of whatever, noodle, whatever it is, whatever the fuck that whatever is, whatever that fuck that is. <laughs> but it's just there's nothing better. That powder just, flavor, oh it's mm. great. It's so good. My kids went through a phase where they ate it raw. I, like,
1: I had some friends that did that. Yeah, what yeah. is that about? That face is called poor. <laughs> you gotta- I think it's called lazy. It's just very lazy. You like could they, just put their, it in a their pot. Their parents never yeah. taught them how to boil water. That's, right. <laughs> they don't trust them with a pot.
0: And you got to measure the water. That's the other thing too. Because if you fuck that up, That's you put in too much mess. water. Yeah. Yeah. It's a total. Yeah. Mess. Some kids
1: are too dumb for ramen. That's just a fact.
0: Yeah. So what's your hopes now? Like going forward, what are you trying to do? Just really build this one show? You have. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I like the idea. It's just now my second time I've hosted a show at a casino. So. In my mind, I set a precedent that I can do that. Yeah. So if, what was the other casino? Uh, it was Planet Hollywood.
0: It's like something floating around here. <laughs> it's like driving me crazy. I got it. Um, it was a Planet, Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood is
1: more like a. They wanted me to ho- actually host the first open mic at a strip casino, mm-hmm. and and I did. And I told them like, I will give you the best open mic you've ever seen. Right. But it's still gonna be an open mic.
0: Yeah, and that's <laughs> like, tough.
1: The best open mic still an open mic. And so yeah. after about six months, I'm like, yeah, we got to. Trying to this into something a little bit better. Homeless
0: people are showing up. Pretty right? much. Yeah. It's like
1: it's, we said open. We got to put them up. Yeah. Yeah. So it became a, a local showcase, which is what this really evolved into, the Hilarious Seven. Yeah. From that. We were doing closer to 10 or 15 comics on that. And it just – it was a marathon. It just everyone, by the end of the night, was exhausted.
0: Yeah. I have a hard yeah. time with open mics because i, I it's like – out here, it's a good place to, like, get up and try to work on new stuff. But it's just really hard because the, there's not an audience yeah. usually. Yeah. Like, like Rebar is the nice because they
1: actually kind of have an audience. They do have but some people, yeah. Basically, every open mic is going to be other comics who – Probably aren't paying attention, but even if they are, that's not the crowd you need to be We're impressing. not laughers. Yeah, right. and you if we do I mean? laugh, it's, it's something really fucked up. Really
0: fucked up, So right. you <laughs> think
1: you're going to take that to, like, Nashville and think it's going to kill. Yeah, you're and, like, and I got like, a Whoa. great <laughs> set
0: going. <laughs> like, then... we're not open
1: mic comics. We're no. middle America people. Right. Like, First That's what I,
0: I love actually about Vegas is I feel like you do get a mishmash of yeah
1: big time. I think you learn everybody. how to play to everyone here.
0: That's what I think, People and it's not like easy.
1: People ask me if Vegas comedy is like easy because there's always a new crowd. Like yeah. no, they're they're new, but they're from everywhere.
0: Yeah, but I feel like especially at the at, at Hooters, they come to laugh. Yeah, big time. Like I've had really good sets there, and I think yeah. it's because they're just like ready. They're like, yeah. let's go. Let's they know laugh. what they're in
1: for. It's yep. I mean the the name Hilarious Seven. It's like you know what you're coming for. It's right. pretty. It's self-explanatory.
0: Because I've been to shows where it's like when I don't know the – I guess because I'm kind of a control freak. Yeah. I like to know the format. I like to know like how much time does this guy have Yeah. Or what's – you know, when it's just like you don't know and it can yeah. go all night and, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I
1: have a problem with that. I have ADD big time, especially yeah. as a performer. I have a really hard time being in a room if I'm not performing. Yeah. I get really antsy. Right. And especially if I don't know how long everyone's doing. Like if I <laughs> – if I go to the other clubs in town, I'm, like, looking at my watch, like, when is this going to – I like I like this, but when is it over? Yeah. And with our gigantic 10-minute countdown clock, you know exactly I how long. I love it.
0: And <laughs> the time is actually perfect, too, because 7 o'clock is, like, for my people anyway. I
1: think it's great for everyone. I've yeah. been really surprised how well that people have taken to 7 o'clock, locals especially.
0: Yeah, like, I really want to go. I would love to do the Dirty at 1230. Oh, such a fun show. Have you done it? I have. It's. Oh. Pr- I
1: mean – I want to say my show is my favorite show in town, but right. God, that is such a fun show.
0: Yeah, and they don't. There's no competition because one's no, at seven, one's at twelve thirty. Yeah, not at all. So And I love that show. You could do both. Yeah,
1: I love Gabe, and he's been supportive of my show.
0: That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to do it. It's a very intimidating crowd. That's
1: uh, yeah. But they're, they're also like, very like.
0: Let's laugh.
1: They're here. They're there to laugh, but they also make yeah. you earn it. They don't just give it up. Right. But once you get them, you man, they're great.
0: Oh, it's, it's, it's like it's three hundred people that
1: are just crazy. ready to lose their shit.
0: Yeah. Now, are those? Is that mostly locals?
1: Um, it it's a lot. It's like, I'd say it's about half and half. I'm amazed how many tours they get. Yeah. Uh, but the casino is really good about promoting it. And that's... That's great. That's why my show's doing pretty well. Yeah. When, when you have support from the property, that's huge. Yeah. I, they got
0: you on the billboard and stuff. Yeah.
1: If I didn't have that, I'd just be... No one would know what the fuck I was. What was going on. Like, what is this? There's a thing over here? Okay. Yeah. But there's signage in the casino. There's billboards. and yep. They're putting a little bit of money behind it, which... Yeah, which I don't have the money, so I'm glad they're doing it.
0: That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should support it. I mean, comedy's really hot right now. It is, know? and so this show of seems are more to open be to it.
1: like. People are taken to it. So yeah. I think they've noticed and they're trying to support it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then um, do you get like, because I know I, I had a show in LA. I had two shows in LA. I started at uh, the Ha Ha on a Monday oh, nice. nights. I had a show. It was like when I first started in comedy. And it was like a lot of a lot of open micers, you know, a lot, not open micers, but bringers, you know, it was like yeah, a bringer yeah. show. And then I could ha- have some of my friends come and perform too, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and. And then I had a show at the improv called Friends with Benefits, which was for nice. charity. Yeah. And then um and a lot of big name people would stop by there, which was kind of cool because it was oh, like of course. I didn't I didn't get them. But my <laughs> friends were like, Oh my God, we went to her show, we saw Dane Cook, we saw Craig Robinson. I was like, they <laughs> Yeah, just, they, just, they came. just dropped in. You know what I mean? But it's you like can pretend
1: they're your old friends. Like, of course Craig <laughs> showed up.
0: Dane, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it just kind of, you know, it was like it was a great room and it was a good I think it was like I can't remember. I think they would change my times. It would be like Tuesday at 8 or Tuesday at Mm -hmm. 10 or something, you know. But um, what I was going to say is that once people know you have a show and once it becomes a buzz, then it becomes like you get, I don't know if you got those like stalker people who are like, Oh, the people
1: that are constantly trying to get booked that aren't remotely ready for it.
0: Yeah. And even if they are ready for it, it's like you only have seven spots. You know what I mean? I mean, it's
1: a lot for a comedy club, but it's still, there's only, I got two shows a week. And I just run out of spots quickly. There's have
0: you seen people turn? Have you seen like people who all of a sudden become really friendly to you when you? Oh, big show? time! It's so ugly, yeah. isn't it? It's like oh, uh, well, you weren't
1: friendly to me back when I didn't, even I didn't know have you, this. right? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: <laughs> they're like they're your best friend. When hey. I walk into a,
1: an open mic now, and like every ten people I've never met, like hey um, John, good to see. you. I'm like I don't well, know you. I don't but, know
0: you. Yeah. But, but thank you. <laughs> it's the worst thing because like, I'm, I'm
1: paying twenty five bucks. What kind of carrot am I dangling in front of these people? Oh yeah, but it's really the stage time. It's not even about the money. Yeah, it's just a good stage I see what people are suffering through Ugh. every other night of the week. I can see why they're excited to for that for opportunity. Sure. Well, it's and a I'm good stage. It.
0: Yeah, it's a good stage. It's it's a it's well run. You know, well, like thanks. I've I've done some shows where um, they had me like going up more towards the end, and everybody was running the light. Yeah. So it's like there's only really so much people can take. That's you exactly know?
1: why. I mean, I needed people to really keep to that ten minute thing because that's just such an important part of the show.
0: It is. Because, you know, what happens is, you know, and I, and I guess all comics are guilty of this to some degree. You get, like, a really hot crowd. Yeah, you're having fun. You're like, I'm fucking killing <laughs> I'm going to try this new bit. I'll be off in a second. Yeah, you don't know? worry. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Or and then other times if you're struggling, you just you keep going until you get that big laugh. Yeah. And people run the light that way. But it's more people just having fun, and I can understand yeah. that.
0: And they're like, this is this but, making up for the shit I went yeah. through last week. But yeah. I want yeah.
1: the sixth comic spot to be just as fun as the first and the mm-hmm. second because – the cr- I don't want the crowd to be exhausted by the last person.
0: Well, it's not fair. You know? It's like, not fair I, at all. Yeah. I remember I did a show, and I won't name the comedian, but she's very, very famous now. And she I'll name names up- after this. Don't worry. <laughs> Great. We'll do, <laughs> yeah, we'll just have a scroll underneath yeah. my podcast. But um, very famous now. And um, she went up ahead of me, and she just didn't have a good set. Sa- she doesn't have a good set, and I had invited a lot of people. to I just—that's my thing. I'm yeah. like, I'm performing. Come see me. I don't understand why people wouldn't want. I'm to amazed how many people. people
1: don't invite people.
0: It just seems so weird. It's like, eh, we'll get to that. But anyway, <laughs> I just—I was. She went up ahead of me. She didn't do well, and and she ran the light by a lot, you know. And I was up after her, and the promoter came up to me and he was like, "Hey, can you cut your time by a little bit because we're running behind?" I was like, "No." I'm not cutting my time because she ran the light. I said, plus, I got 20 people here. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: <laughs> they're all here for me anyway.
0: Nobody came to see her. Like, she <laughs> she brought no one. I brought 20 people. And yeah. you're going to tell me, no, I'm not doing it. You know? Um, But it just was, like, fucked up. It's yeah. like, you're not thinking about the person after you. No, you're it's really just so, being it's so disrespectful.
1: Like, it happened yeah. to me in Utah. And I will say, it was T.J. It was Miller.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I have a great T.J. Miller story.
1: <laughs> he was there for Sundance and just, like, just played the I am T.J. Miller card and just Ugh. wouldn't get the fuck off stage.
0: Okay, well, let me tell you what happened. So he came, he was one of the drop-ins at the improv. And um, he came up to me and, you know, and usually I just ask people like, like you do, how do you want me to bring you up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew a lot of his credits, but the big movie that he had done was that movie, She's Out of My League or something like that, right, where he talks about, you know, who brought the bad news bear or whatever. So, um, and he was very funny in it. So I thought that's what he was going to say already. But I was like, what do you want me to bring you up? What do you want me to say? And he goes, "Um, uh, uh, what do you say? Yogi Bear. And I go... I go the the cartoon? So, <laughs> so you it's Yoki. like bizarre he goes no it was a live action movie it made you know 12 million dollars in Japan or whatever blah, blah, Japan. Blah, or whatever he said and I was like <laughs> I was like alright dude whatever fine so I was like hey you might know him from you. I want to say Doesn't you movie definitely a lot of money in Japan, right yeah. I wanted to be like you definitely don't know him from Yogi Bear but here he comes <laughs> so he came up and he sucked I mean his just his energy was like he was in a negative he was probably just having a shitty day yeah and he was really negative blah, 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 and was not doing well wasn't working tick took the mic, threw it on the ground, and just stormed off. Before his light, before anything, just bump, bump, you know. And then I picked up the mic, and I was like, hey, who brought the bad news bear? <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> well
1: played. I was if like, only ah. he could have dropped the mic in Utah with I, a, oh, before the light instead of 30 minutes after it. 30 minutes it's he it. was about 30, yeah.
0: Isn't that crappy? Now that's I was not the not even crowd like when, receiving just like, him.
1: Not well. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, are you doing this because you want to laugh, or are you just, it's an attitude thing? You need to prove something to yourself or them. he has got
0: problems, dude. He's got well, big problems. Time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's funny every time something comes up on him on the internet, I'm like, what are they saying? Oh, I mean, yeah. And people are like, oh, shitty person did this and that. And it's like, not necessary. I mean, he's a
1: shitty person. He's just a not, he's just got problems.
0: Yeah. He's got issues. He's got whatever legit issues. Yeah. Drugs or something. Something's yeah. going on? That's so funny that you say that name because it's like, boom, I have oh, a story. Oh, I
1: assumed you did. You must. Oh <laughs> and my pretty God. much everybody. If, if you've been in.
0: And then there's some people that are just so nice. Yeah. You know? Like Rob
1: Briggle, nicest person I ever met in my life. Yeah. Like, and you, you think he's gonna be, then he is. And you're like,
0: ah, oh, no, that's great. Thank
1: you for being what I want you to be.
0: Yeah. See, when I was doing the improv show, um, so I'd worked at the Laugh Factory as as an assistant to the owner. And then I'd gotten his comedy after that. Um, and uh, so I knew a lot of the people, a lot of the, you know, well named people. No, they weren't well known then, but yeah. they were like up and coming, you know. So Sebastian Maniscalco oh, and, you know, yeah. Brett Ernst, Ian Edwards, Don Moreira, all those people. Nice. And um, and so they would come and do my show. They would just That's come. That's fantastic. And I have to say, like, Sebastian was one of the, is one of the hardest working guys. Yeah. Of, never a problem. Never yeah. late. If I'm like, hey, somebody dropped in, can you go? Not No worries. Yeah. No ego. Super cool. Yeah. Just, like, super cool. So it's like when you see people like that make it, you're like, yeah. good. Like, yeah, yeah. you deserve it. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. I remember guy.
1: hosting LA Comedy Club when he was there the night his first Netflix special premiered. Wow. And he just was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. He is, like, so understated about what a big deal it was. Yeah. And where his career was clearly headed.
0: Right. He's like, I'll never be in
1: this club again, but let's have a fun weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to be
1: playing bigger houses soon. But... And
0: it's so cool to watch that happen for people. Yeah, you for ones that you I mean? actually want it to happen, That's, too. Yeah, people <laughs> yeah. that you're like, oh, yeah. And even Chris Like, Chris used oh, yeah. to come to that Monday night open mic that I used to come to and – uh you know, he'd be like, "Hey, can I get up?" And I'd be like, "Chris, it's a packed show. I got no room." And he would be like, "I'm like, but if you want to wait around, like I might be able to put you up at the end." And he'd wait around, and it would there'd be like three people in there, and he didn't care. He got that's up wise. and great, exactly. Just yeah. like you know, he just you wanted just... the stage
1: time. Yeah, He's and he popped a... in at the dirty at 12:30 and killed it. He did.
0: Yeah, oh, that's fine.
1: Yeah, it's just amazing how he gets to show up down there.
0: How did he build that spot? Oh, I mean, uh, he, he and been Ralphie
1: made. They just had uh, five years. Okay. It's uh, just had the five year anniversary, which is crazy to have a show in Vegas the last five years. Really? Especially a free one. Wow. Um, and it's just been thriving the whole time. I honestly, he like, just puts on a really good show. Yeah. Know, and the word's out. People know about it. And, and he always don't hosts miss it? it. Yeah, so, yeah. I've never seen anyone else host it, okay. I don't think.
0: Okay. So when you travel and you do road stuff, you have other people come yeah, in? Yeah, I have host. people come in and host. Yeah.
1: I just don't want the show to not be there because I'm not there. And that's, I think the format works if I'm not there. Yeah, It doesn't necessarily need me, which is nice.
0: Well, yeah, because you want to be able to go and do your own stuff. Yeah,
1: I do love doing the show, but it's nice if I can go and Leave it in good hands and know that it's going to be fine.
0: And where did you go when you went this last time? Uh,
1: Colorado, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. Okay. Yeah.
0: And are those places you played before? Or?
1: i done Colorado a lot. Looney's and Colorado Springs. But the mm-hmm. other ones, I'd never even been to Michigan or Wisconsin before. Okay. So those were my first times out there.
0: And what brought you there? How did you get that? Uh,
1: just an agency Okay. called Funny Business. Okay. They, they book a few shows for me every year. Well, they just sure. book shows around the country. and I right. They happen to book me a few times a year.
0: And you like doing road work? I love it. Yeah. I just
1: see places I would never see. I yeah. remember I just Monday I was driving through like Minnesota on my way back. I'm like, so many people are sitting in an office right now. Ugh. And their screensaver is what I'm looking at. Like <laughs> these beautiful trees changing colors. <laughs> That's a really good colors. point. Yeah. It's like they dream of it, just seeing the things that I get to see on a Tuesday afternoon driving to another gig. Where they're going to so pay great. me to be funny.
0: So you drove all the.
1: I did. I actually drove.
0: So from Vegas, Vegas to Minnesota? To,
1: yeah, Colorado and then over to Minnesota and all the way back. Wow. it's about a 4,500-mile trip.
0: How long did it take you? Just two weeks. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was a quick one.
0: But you like driving. <laughs> I love it. I do it's so. one of the
1: reasons I actually got into comedy. It fit a lot of check boxes off. I'm a night person. Yeah. Uh, I like road trips. Yeah. Like I had very realistic goals for comedy. I wanted to be a road comic that did a little show for 120 people and then drove to another place the next morning. Yeah. And did it again the next night. And that's basically what I've become.
0: Wow. So I, was,
1: I didn't have the TV dreams of the grandiose. Right. Any of that shit. I just wanted to be a comic. And yeah. I, and I was very realistic about what that was. Yeah. And I I love it.
0: And they say the road makes you really strong. I think so. That's
1: the first place I did 30 minutes, the first place I did 45, and the first place I did an hour. Well, that's like, the
0: thing. You get time there that you don't yeah. get other places, you know? I try to
1: tell comics that all the time. If you really want to become a better comic, you need to go out and do 30 on the road.
0: It's so different. Like, I even just did, usually, you know, I've been doing 10 minutes, 10 minutes, here, you know, here and there. But then uh, the Mint, I did the Mint, and they had me do 20 minutes. Yeah, It's so great, because you can, I so, love to do crowd well, work. you get to
1: establish your personality a little bit, yeah. and that everything hits harder once they start to get a sense of who you are you are
0: right it's hard to let people know quickly who in you ten are minutes, it's really it. hard to establish well you both the personality that, yeah. and
1: you're just trying to be the funniest you can be for 10 minutes
0: and you're going through that rolodex of like oh do i go that direction or yeah. this direction you're basically
1: doing your best joke of each chunk instead of getting to do the chunk yeah
0: and ex- and building the the you know the climate of you know what the joke is gonna yeah. be you as know? you say
1: the crowd work aspect of it which i love that yeah that's my favorite you just thing. can't fuck with people in a short set
0: yeah, there's sometimes like I just only want to do that because I love it so much, you know.
1: <laughs> it's it's so much fun. Like if you get sick of your own jokes, yeah, you're just like I can just talk to these people, yeah, and it'll be great. It might lead you to some new jokes.
0: Well, I also thing too, it's I, I like to feel like. Um, like I'm just really talking about shit that's important, and sometimes yeah. it's like, okay, I got my jokes, but it's a lot about me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I like to just talk about like more worldly stuff, not like political stuff because that's not my thing, but just like, just like life, you yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? And I like to tap it in with them, especially if I say a joke and I see them really like, oh yeah, yeah, that's you know him or yeah. whatever. I love to go okay, what's that about, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and get into it. And it's like no matter what people say. You always have somewhere to go with it. Absolutely. And it sharpens that skill of like being quick on your feet. Yeah. Which is I think what freaks a lot of comics out. Is that have this plan, but it's live. What you're doing is live. So you can't. That was such an epiphany.
1: Like first two years, I was just reading a script in my head. And Mm -hmm. if anything happened in the room, I just ignored it. And people (laughs) would just be like, He knows that it just happened, right? Right. But so eventually when I just trusted myself that I knew my jokes well enough that if I just started talking. Yeah. I would be led to them. Yeah, and just allow things to happen, allow myself to do a different joke than I planned on doing. Yeah, it was just a night and day. How much better I was.
0: And and allow yourself to be human. You know, yeah. I think that's what's so important. They need to see that you're human. And so, a lot of times, you know, if I fuck something up or forget <laughs> what I was going to say or you know what I Oh mean, yeah, I fully acknowledge
1: if I'm not doing well. Like yeah. especially with this show, I can just be like, now we all know how long 10 minutes could be. <laughs> Like,
0: I heard you do that one time. That was You got to really like, just
1: acknowledge it. Like, we were all sat through that. We all just experienced yeah. this together. We can't <laughs> pretend we didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's like early on in comedy where you're right. It's just all about remembering your jokes. I remember yeah. that was the hardest thing for me. And like, that's
1: fine. There has to be that period where you're just beating these things into your brain. But then there has yeah. to be that day where you decide, I just got to trust myself now.
0: Yeah, I remember writing them down on my hand. Oh, like man, you were the on hand. I was like, because oh, I didn't want to hold a piece of paper. And yeah. Wanna, and, you know, like, it depends. Sometimes you can have your phone. It's okay. But yeah. then sometimes it's just like, I only do that if it's an open mic. Like, I'm not going to go up on your show with a phone. Like, I yeah. just not I used do to, that. I used to, like,
1: beg the, the bookers, tell me, I need to know to the minute how much time I have. I can't show up and not know. Because you would Because I had yourself. to plan this for a week. Yeah. And I would plan on a certain amount of laughter. And if that didn't happen or there was more, it would throw me off. You're
0: like, oh, shit. Don't laugh too much. But, but like, I remember day
1: of one time a book was like, hey, can you do 20 instead of 15? I'm like, no. I've planned 15. But I said that, of course, I said I could. But I was a mess. I was a mess that whole day because I just didn't know how to do that.
0: It was so structured. And
1: now it's just like, all right, what do you want me to do? 10, yeah. 30, 40, whatever. Just tell that's me when I get there.
0: That's what's great, I think, if you're the kind of comic that just does a lot of crowd work and stuff because you're you're free. You yeah, can, you absolutely. Know? And um, I saw, I'm trying to think of his name. Is it Will Ferrell? Willie Ferrell. He goes by Willie Oh, Willie. F- You've seen Willie? Yeah, yeah. It's just I was with uh, Gilligan and we were watching him perform and I was like, Wow, it's just like he did so much crowd work. That's just an old pro, man. But yeah. that's what Gilligan he's been doing said. It for he so goes, long. he's been doing it so long that his jokes are he whatever you say. Yeah, he's, he's, got he's a had bit that guy it. in the crowd before. He's oh, got something yeah. for every single Everybody. person that he's going to come across.
1: He was very funny, though. He's really good. I thought
0: he was really funny. Yeah. I saw yeah. him 10
1: years ago at LA Comedy Club at Palace Station, and I was like, this guy's just great. And he's wow. 10 years sharper now.
0: See, it's interesting to me, this town, because I. My mom moved here uh, my mom actually took me and my brother from New Jersey and moved us here when I was like 13 and my mom was a singer and so she my mom started lounges I mean she wow. would do kind of you know what we do now when we try to get a room That's amazing. And she, she uh, we you know she had done it in New Jersey she'd been a lounge singer her whole life so she knew how to build a lounge and so she went to the Maxim she when she got here, she just went to all the different hotels and looked at lounges and said, Okay, where do I want to have my have my show? And so she went to the Maxim, which is now, I guess, the West End right there oh, okay. on like Coval and yeah, Flamingo. Yeah. And um she went and it was like this beautiful lounge. And uh the guy's like, Nah, I don't really think it's gonna go here and this and that. And she goes, Well, don't even pay me. I'll just come. And if I pack the room, then then we'll then we'll have a conversation about money. <laughs> And so the first night that she opened up there, they the cocktail waitresses were having to go to the banquet rooms and carry more chairs because it was just, <laughs> she overflowed fantastic. the whole room. So I learned that very early on that like you know people are the power. If you have the crowd's the power. 100%. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. If all of a sudden you're packing a room, you know, yeah. Th- all of a sudden everybody
1: wants to talk to you and yeah. See what this thing is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's why I did the – that's why early on, like, it was hard for me to do stand-up, like, and hang out and do the open mics and stuff because I was raising my daughter. Oh, so God. I was, like, a I single mom. And, yeah, so I tried to get into the comedy store. And the guy down there, Tommy, he was like, yeah, just hang out. Come here every Tommy. night. I'm like –
1: Come here every night. I
0: can't do that. Like, and then he was like, "I'll put you up." And I waited one night. I'd gotten a babysitter. I'm paying her by the hour. It's like I'd gotten there. I think at like 9 p.m. and it was like 1 a.m. And I'm like, "Um, when am I? When is my spot?" And he's like, "Probably in about a half hour, 45 minutes." Like two o'clock in the morning. I take my daughter to school at seven in the morning. It was like I can't yeah. do this. Life. Like whenever
1: Chappelle decides he's done, that, right. That's when you get a go up. <laughs> yeah,
0: <it was> like, <laughs> once the cook, the chef, the <laughs> yeah. door guy, the guy, yeah. the homeless guy. Once they're all done, then. <laughs> we'll put you up for three and minutes. you just do
1: this every night for 10 years
0: 10 years and then you could probably become a regular <laughs> yeah. i was like wait i just because i'm i have such like a I'm, i don't want to say like a great work ethic but it's like i'm a go-getter it's like yeah. okay what do i gotta do i'll do it but this was like this was impossible yeah so that's when i was like um figuring out like oh okay so you could have a show at the comedy store yeah not you know what I mean? You you don't yeah, have, you have to don't be have a to regular. Be all you you can get do, your own yeah. thing. Yeah, so that's what I started doing, and that's how I got friends with benefits. And it started at the did it at the Ha Ha at first, and then tried to do it at the Laugh Factory, and didn't really go there. And then I went to the Improv, but all of a sudden I was hosting, and I was, you know, doing a lot more time than yeah. stage time, and I think that's how I got better faster because Absolutely. I was just up there more. Yeah, people know? are afraid
1: to host, and it's not it is it's a hard job. Yeah. So I understand why people don't want to do it, but it also makes you so much better. Oh, yeah. You learn all the skills of how to be a comic and just keep a crowd. Get a crowd, first of all, because you're you're the first face they see. Yep. And you immediately have to both explain the show and make them laugh within about 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, and you got to be likable. Yeah. that, That to me is like, you know, when I used to work for Jamie Masada at The Laugh Factory i would sit with him when we would do open mics you know and sometimes he was there and sometimes he wasn't but when he was there he would really taught me a lot and he would look at people and he would go no she's very likable sweetie see they like her she and and her (laughs) jokes were terrible i'm like she's terrible he's like but she's likable and there was this thing about like just somebody being likable on stage It's hugely
1: it's a big thing i remember comics i started out with i'm like god this guy is just radiant like yeah. Just like just this personality, you're like I yeah. don't really care what you're saying. You're just yeah. the most likable person I've ever seen in my life. I yeah. want to like you. Yes. Uh, yeah. You're like they're, you're on they're on you're on their side before they've even really said anything.
0: And they make that decision quickly. I think very quickly, in, like the first couple of minutes. Yeah. They Decide. Okay, I like this person or I don't like yeah. this person. And that's why it's
1: like, really hard to get people back if you. Oh God. If you don't get them in the first minute or two, they've uh. pretty much decided you're not getting them. Mm-hmm. It's.
0: And it's so interesting because I I don't think anybody can really understand it unless you do it. Unless you get up and do it. That feeling, because we're so instinctual, you know what I mean? Yeah. We we have such great instincts and we're so intuitive that it's like in that minute you have to think, I got to shift. Yeah. I got to go here. They hate me. She's (laughs) looking at me. Oh, my God. I got to worry about my time. It's like so many things going on in your brain.
1: Oh. And when that happens two minutes into like a 45-minute setting, like these people just – fucking hate me
0: oh but there's nothing better than watching a comic turn that around yeah i've seen that happen where yeah. it's like you come out and you're like i got it and they're like oh fuck they hate you <laughs> it's not going well you're getting heckled and then it's like but it's a season Somehow, yeah. it around. to
1: really pull that back by the end yeah. is that's a that's a feat that's something that people again if you've never done it i don't know if you could appreciate just how hard and impressive Ugh. that is to
0: well, yeah. that's the thing about hosting, too. I think, like, I, when I was hosting, you know, I was I was lucky in the sense that most of the shows I hosted, everybody was great. But that was, like, you, you kind of had to manage that, too, because yeah. people need a break. You yeah. know, somebody just got up there and slaughtered. Like, then you have to, like, you have to kind of settle them down before bringing the next guy, especially if you know the next guy is not a high-energy guy. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things I got really good at, too, knowing where to put people on the lineup. Yeah,
1: that's – People underestimate how important that is, just the flow of a show. I take that really seriously with my show. It's just like I want each performer to compliment the one before and after them. Right, right. And so far so good. But, yeah, that's really hard because if you – you get a Dan Cook, and then you throw up Stephen Wright, yeah, with no in between, like. <laughs> yeah.
0: <you're> like, uh. <laughs> and I and in the show that I was doing, Friends with Benefits, they were like pretty much all headliners. But it's still you got to know where to put people. Because yeah, there's different,
1: there's different, different, different energies, big time.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good point, and I think like when you get up and you know as the host and someone is really tanked it's like you're like going out there with paddles you're like yeah, get yeah. you want you want to put that
1: on the next comic No. Together. like you want that person to have the same starting point that everyone yeah. else got of this crowd's already happy
0: yeah see I'd rather follow someone who tanked than someone who killed I've
1: always gone back and forth on that yeah yeah what's I've, your thoughts i i prefer probably tanked yeah yeah,
0: because I feel like I can get them back. I yeah. feel like their expectations are so yeah. low right I f- now. I feel like
1: it shouldn't be that hard to follow a shitty comic. Yeah, I mean, it's you're just regaining trust, and you can do that fairly quickly.
0: I think why it's hard for comics sometimes is they get in their head and they think it's the crowd. Yeah, and that's something I never do. Yeah, I never think it's the crowd. Oh, I
1: always blame the comic. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that guy just sucked. It was you. <laughs> that was just yeah, like you just had a bet.
0: I mean, some but, but then if I, then if I suck,
1: sh- I blame the crowd. <laughs> You're but like,
0: the crowd's shitty. It's
1: always the comic's fault unless I'm the comic. <laughs> You're
0: <laughs> yeah. like, well, it wasn't
1: me. No, I'm, just, I'm always good.
0: These <laughs> jokes killed last week. I don't know what your problem is. But I think it's, it's reading the crowd. That's what it is. Like, right, not every crowd's the same. Like, yeah. I have... I notice at Hooters even, like, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll do some jokes about my dad and my family and, like, and sometimes that'll go really well. If that joke doesn't go well, we're going back to the dirty stuff. Yeah. I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah,
1: I've had that shift a few times there where we're like, okay, this is a crowd that might want a little bit more clever, cerebral, or this right. is a crowd that wants to be bludgeoned in the head with a dick joke.
0: Yeah. And you got to know, yeah. and and that that's why I have like those little jokes that I put. And I'm okay to let a joke like not do well, just so I can tell, yeah, okay, how I'm gonna steer out of this one. You yeah, know what I, mean? I think
1: more comics need to have that that joke in the first two minutes to gauge a crowd. Yeah, that's something I've all, I've done for years. It's just like, I got one that I it's a go to. I'm like, okay depending on how they respond to this I know which then way you'll know where to I go. should probably go
0: and then um something I was gonna ask you about the when you're watching the comics on stage I mean are there times where you're like okay this is 10 minutes but I know I should have put him later or put him earlier or just you know? yeah there's been a few times where yeah. I probably
1: put up a dark comic a little too early, early I kind on of night. I realized like I probably need to close with those people
0: yeah yeah
1: and just like throwing that vibe right in the middle of a show even if that person's hilarious which if i put them on the shows because i think they're fucking great right but they might not be for everyone and i don't want to bring the show to necessarily a screeching halt or just yeah switch the vibe so much not even that it's people aren't laughing it's just a totally different vibe
0: well you know one of the things we were talking about is like when you ask people to bring people well you don't even ask people to bring people to the show you give them the option like hey you know yeah <clears throat> get some free tickets you can bring them <coughs> But what's always interesting to me is when comics are like, well, yeah, but I'm past that. I'm not a bringer anymore. You know, I don't bring people. And it's like, well, no one's asking you to stand down on Las Vegas Boulevard and pass out fucking flyers. Yeah. But if you have no one that wants to see you, that's a problem.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. Right? Like, it's, just put it out there. I'm just asking you to let people know.
0: Yeah. And if the like fact if is nobody friends- wants to see you. <laughs> just like they're just no. sick of your
1: shit then why like, am i
0: putting you on my show yeah. you know what i mean not that i need the crowd but of course it's always great to have the more people yeah, the better of course but if there's nobody that wants to see you that's a red flag because i feel like everybody's a bringer yeah, dave chappelle's a bringer yeah. the only difference is he doesn't they all want to see him. yeah he you doesn't know have to mean? text
1: them all individually he just yeah. has to say that i'm going to be at this place and, that and people they show up and people
0: show up and that's i think it gets you in a good practice of like you do want an audience. You do yeah. want people that want to come see you. You and, need to build a fan base. Build that database. One of the things my mom used to do, and this was way back in the day, this is like before the internet and everything, she would put like little cards on the table where people could fill it out and become uh, part of the get, the mailing list. You that's know what huge. I mean? She was yeah. a, she was a pioneer. She was, she a, was a pioneer. <laughs> yeah. She had these little cards printed. And then what she would do is she would stack them in the living room and take a Polaroid picture of them. And when she went to go talk to like a new club or something, they'd be like, well, I never heard of you. Who's going to come see you? And she goes, Oh, all the people here. Like she'd show them a picture of the that's stacks gigantic, of mailing lists. Wow. Yeah. She, Cause I mean, I think she understood like that's power. It is
1: really effective.
0: Yeah i mean people that you know even jamie masato like on on like weeknight any night at the laugh factory they don't bring the people in right away they make them stand outside <laughs> because it's just brilliant you're driving down sunset boulevard yeah you're like, oh my god where lie. are these people going yeah. yeah
1: i remember the improv did that at, uh i think it was irvine i just remember seeing so many people outside, like, outside. who the fuck is yeah, in here performing tonight, tonight. Like, yeah like john heffron I'm like yeah. i love john heffron but like it's not two hundred no. person line. Just people <laughs> right. beating down the door to get in there. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what you should do. hilarious seven and seven. Just make people stand. Yeah, I'm
1: not, we're not going to start seating until five minutes before don't, the show. Right, from don't let now anybody on. in. People would be like, yeah. oh my
0: God, who's start coming selling in? drinks and lie. Yeah, that's a good idea. So you know what was cool about LA is that you could have that like that celebrity guest yeah. spot. Yeah, I know, wish we had just people trying. dropping in like I that. Call that here because everybody comes here to get paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have Dice that comes here, and we have, you know, people that, I mean, even, you know, John Caparulo and all those people, but they have their own show. Yeah,
1: and now we do have a comedy cellar. And yeah. so if they they want to drop in. That's probably going to be this spot. Probably going to be where they're going to do it. Yeah.
0: I wonder if they they let them do it there. I've
1: the heard I it? haven't been to a show there yet, but I've heard yeah, I've, I've heard a couple, tale of a, a, a couple drop-ins. In? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: I went there and saw it and it seems very similar to like Brad Garrett's and Laugh Factory, very planned, very yeah. like this is the host, this is the, you know, three people that we have. We don't have an actual comedy club here. We really don't. I mean, they're all inside hotels. Yeah. There's it's- no like club. You know?
1: Yeah, I've thought about that for a long time. If, if that could work,
0: yeah, I mean, I think right now, if there's an opportunity for it, it would be right now. Yeah, because comedy's so hot right now. Yeah, I mean, I would put it downtown. I think something that's like that. That's a good idea. You know that, what I that mean? That would be the place to do it. Yeah, the other thing is you don't get, you probably won't get a lot of locals though, if you do that. Yeah, and that's the thing. And like, then how do
1: you make money the other 20 hours of the day when you're not open as a comedy club?
0: That's the part that's interesting. I think I don't that's know how like, any
1: club deals with that anywhere.
0: I mean, I don't know. It's like I think about even the comedy story. You think about like how, you know, the property. That's a big
1: piece of property, right? Oh, my God. You know
0: how much money they must pay for that property?
1: I can't even fathom. It's so big.
0: And I, I did a show at Flappers, and Flappers isn't packed like that. So, yeah. you know, Flappers and Burbank.
1: Like, haha, I was just at, yeah. before they moved. I was like, this is not a big room. Even if it was packed, I don't know how much money they were making. But it wasn't packed when I was there.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's hard. I think it's like sometimes people only want to see headliners. They only yeah. want to, they're like, oh, we're coming because Dane Cook's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's the way Jamie kind of structured it at the Laugh Factory. There's always like somebody at the end yeah. that's like, boom, but we don't get that here. No, so. we just
1: have to build it as this. <clears throat> This is a consistently good show. You're not going to know who the hell you're going to see, you're gonna but see. you're going to like it.
0: But see, I feel like I watch a lot of people, like, and I I know a lot of comics. I'm sure you do too. But sometimes I'll turn on something Netflix or whatever, and I don't know half those comics, and I laugh. They're funny. Yeah, you know.
1: That's the I mean, Netflix, especially. I just there's so many specials on there from comics that I can't believe I haven't heard of. Yeah. Then I check them out. I'm like, okay, I see why you got a special, but where yeah. the hell have you been?
0: Right. Who are you? Yeah. yeah. And that's a, I think that's the the new thing now is like you know, just everybody's getting a special. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, is, <laughs> would that be something you'd want to do? Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I actually would like to do like I think the hilarious seven's a format that could work as a show, like a Netflix thing. I think so too. Like Just ten minute stop shots. I think it's actually a great idea.
0: And especially, you could switch people out. Absolutely, you could have it as you could a have series. Episodes, exactly, you could not have just a
1: series. A, excuse me, not just a one-off thing. It would could be like a whole thing
0: yeah what's so crazy to me about that hooters club is that my mom <laughs> had that room that's amazing that to me. fucking crazy That's <laughs> just, just so it's, weird i love
1: this town though it's got that history
0: it does I, and that's what one of the things i love about it too although like it's not an old
1: town it's not even a. No. it's what, just over 100 years old Maybe that's it but yeah it's got great history but yeah the entertainment industry especially that's what i love about it the entertainment history
0: what was comedy like in
1: utah <laughs> i mean it's the, the the one club there is it's a good club. Yeah. And I think they're up to three now. It's like a chain called Wise Guys.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but that's all there is. Where and it. it's uh they got one in Ogden. The main one is in uh West Valley. Okay. And they have also I believe now they have one in downtown Salt Lake and okay. maybe even another one in the suburbs.
0: And what are comics like there? Is it a there's lot some of good comics? ones? Good. good
1: um comics? but the problem is like you just become they only work that club. Yeah. So they get very good at that club.
0: And do you bring anybody down that you know from up there to come down here and do that? I've the, had a few. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, mo- I mean, if more asked, I would do it. But they're all t- doing that club.
0: Yeah, because Utah's there's not There's some a, great ones. Like that's there's not some a far really drive. No, not
1: at all. Yeah. I try to get up there once a year to do shows for my family and friends up
0: there. All your family's still there?
1: Uh, most of them. I got one brother here. Okay. But most of the family's up there. Did
0: your brother come here before you did?
1: He did. I would visit him. Here. And eventually he's like, just move here, man. You're coming here every two months.
0: I know it's such a good it's such a good place. It was to a 6 live. hour
1: drive and I was just like I grew up a Mormon in Utah. Yeah. Around 18 stopped being a Mormon. Mhm. So by 20 I was like I got to get the hell out of here.
0: So you just I know we have a lot of time but that's an interesting topic. <laughs> yeah. You just stopped being a Mormon? Pretty yeah. Well. So you grew up your family was into it. Big
1: time. My dad okay. was my bishop, my Wow. But then like one day he said he didn't really believe in it and my ignorance wow. was like I didn't know that was allowed. <laughs> I truly didn't know I was allowed to not believe in he that blew really, it open. He's like, That yeah. blew my mind. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a, that's an option? So yeah. So pretty much immediately I was looking at other things. like, Because okay, if not, you
0: would have been married off and like oh, off yeah. doing there was, something, right? In
1: my head, I was going to get a, go on a mission when I was 19 and right. get married a week after I got back and have kids and work in an office. How was it? Oh, my God. I'm just getting so depressed thinking about yeah. it.
0: And so you're. So when, did you ever see Book of Mormon? Oh, I loved it. Is it accurate?
1: It's very accurate. Really? They could not have been more close to... The, the source, that like... I mean, they've they've treated that with a lot of respect. I'll give them credit.
0: Now, do you have a lot? Of, do you jo- Do jokes about that? About being more? A little bit. Yeah.
1: Not that much. I want. To, I actually would like to do a lot more about it.
0: Yeah, because it's an interesting yeah. topic.
1: I just talk about being from Utah and how that's inevitably the first thing people bring up when they hear that.
0: Well, I feel like, and I, I hate to say this, but I feel like organized religion is going to kind of be one of those things that like, we're going to tell our grandkids about. <laughs> like, no, it was like a big church. No, we're I really hope in. that's something
1: we're just telling our grandkids about and not <laughs> actually putting them inside of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My
1: niece is a nephew. My sister's like, we're not raising these kids religious at all. No. I'm like, Thank you. I was so happy. Yeah. That was, like the, that was the best call to get when she's like, we're not raising these kids.
0: It is a more. weird thing. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, if you're in it, even if you don't believe anymore, you just feel like, well, I'm going to play the odds. Yeah, yeah. If it's real.
1: Just in case.
0: I want to make sure I'm on the right side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like the more you get out of it, because I was raised Catholic, which isn't as like, you know, we were kind of drive-through Catholics. Like, oh, it's Christmas. <laughs> we're Catholic. You know, like, I mean, we went to Catholic school, me and my brother. They had me and my brother in it. It was like, but they were not very involved yeah. at all, you know. But, um, yeah, it's like. The more you get out of it, like, I went back, like, a couple of years ago because I feel like, oh, maybe I'll want to go to church be a part of that, you know. I, it's just very bizarre.
1: Yeah, I think with a little bit of a distance from it, going back, it just looks so you know, fucking like, weird. What are
0: you guys talking about? Yeah,
1: my mom's still devout Mormon. And I went to one, she lived to, like, in a choir at church, so I went and saw that. And I just, the whole experience was so weird.
0: It's like dinner theater. Yeah. yeah it was, like, this I'm is like, this so, is, it's like farce. You this guys do this real? all the time? Right. Like, and the songs, oh, and the Catholic Church are terrible. Oh,
1: Mormons too. They're just oh, droning. Terrible.
0: Ugh. It's like, at least update the music. I remember the first time I went to like a, what are they, it's not a new age church, it's like a non denominational yeah. church. First time I went, I had a boyfriend, he was like, yeah, let's go to my church. I was like, sure. And people were applauding, and they had a rock band, and I was like, "This is more." That like, would be
1: my speed if I, I was it. to go back to church.
0: Right, just it was where like, you Hot people. I was like, "All right, this is, I get this." You know, this is
1: like church for fucking everyone. Right.
0: It's <laughs> just a meetup. But you go to like Catholic church. It's like everyone's ancient. You know. Oh, they're
1: old and sitting in the same direction and just staring at another old guy talking.
0: You know what blew my mind? I don't know if the Mormons do this. Do you guys do communion? Is that? Part uh, of your they mind?
1: do. They call it sacrament.
0: Okay. but or they do,
1: eat a piece of bread and have do some water. they do water. the wine? They don't do wine. They do water.
0: They do water. See, okay, so yeah. we, we're doing wine over at the <laughs> nice. Catholic Church. Just, oh, this is why the Catholics <laughs> are better. That's a plus. But what freaked me out is so they have one chalice, and they're letting everybody drink out of it, that's and then they take weird. a napkin and they wipe it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Are you using
1: the same napkin every
0: time? It's the same napkin. She's just wiping it. <laughs> you're just, it just putting and more germs
1: it, on the end of that thing.
0: There's no way my mouth is going. I mean, and this is where you got to be psycho, and you're just like, well, it's a religious cup. I'm like... You guys are crazy. I mean, it's just
1: we had a little adorable plastic cups.
0: See that? That's what he had at his church. My boyfriend's church. He had like little. They had little. They came around with a tray. Yeah, we
1: had that. It's almost like
0: Jello shots. Pretty doing? I'm like sweet. (laughs) They got a party. Party's getting started. All right. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, it's been a lot of fun talking to you. Thanks for having me. Getting to know you and everything. And so, tell people what's when's the next hilarious seven? Hilarious seven seven
1: is every Tuesday and Friday at seven. This Tuesday, I believe you're on there, right?
0: I am. It's Tuesday. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that's at Hooters Casino. You can get tickets at hilarious7.com.
0: Yep. And do you have a website or something? Uh,
1: I do, johnhilder.com. Okay. And so then can I'm on check all out. the Facebooks and the Twitters and the Instagrams at John Hilder.
0: What do you do? What do you stay on the most? What's your thing the most? Uh, probably Facebook. Facebook. I'm like,
1: yeah. I just think it's, I can do the most on it. Yeah. I get kind of bored by Instagram and Twitter. I've never once gone through my Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I, I'm not active on Twitter at all, so that would not be the place to follow me.
0: Yeah, to me it's interesting of like how's it gonna like what's gonna wind up being the one. I just don't
1: understand Twitter. I know that's probably the most popular one and I just don't get it.
0: Just yell out things. That's what Twitter's like. like, I got something to say. (laughs) And I don't want anybody saying anything to me. I don't want you to comment. I don't care if you like it, like you know. (laughs) Your opinion is yeah. Meaningless to me. Yeah, perfect.
1: You could, okay. You could
0: retweet what I said because what I said was so cool that <laughs> this is how you show my you show your yeah. appreciation. Whereas like on Facebook, it's like someone could write a they, they could write sit a, there and tell you
1: what an asshole you are. They could write a are.
0: novel on on how fucked up you are. You know what I mean? Which it's they like, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which they do. Cool. Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Thanks and again. Uh, yeah. Come check out the hilarious seven and seven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hope you guys had a good time listening to us, and uh, hopefully, I didn't offend anybody who is of a religious background. As y'all know, here in Andrea Town, we are open and accepting of everybody, no matter what your, whatever your gender, your your race, your you know belief system, whatever it is. Everybody's welcome here in Andrea Town. So thanks for tuning in you guys and uh, please go to my website, check out uh, all my dates coming up, andreanatoli.com. like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and throw a comment up there, you know? Show a little love or a little hate, just something. Show me something. Alright you guys, till next time. Bye.